Hello and welcome to the Unleash Pain Freedom Podcast. I am your host, Katie Sutton, and I am a rehabilitation specialist and master neuro coach specializing in pain specifically. 100% of us experience pain at some point in our lives, yet we are not told what pain is, why we have it, or how to navigate through it. Without this vital information, it keeps us stuck in the vicious pain cycle. This is where I come in. My job is to educate and inform you about all things pain so you can feel empowered to know how to navigate pain when it comes about. This is how you break the cycle and reclaim your life from pain. Without further ado, let's go ahead and start breaking out of the pain cycle today. Welcome to another episode on the Unleash Pain Freedom podcast. Today we are wrapping up the Reframed Pain series and I have a very, very special guest and she is going to talk to you about medicine and different holistic solutions, especially when it comes to pain and your overall well-being. I am super excited to welcome Brenna Galvis and she is a licensed acupuncturist, a board-certified herbalist, a Reiki intuitive facial rejuvenation specialist and an autoimmune specialist. So you're getting the best of the best today. (laughs) I'd like to welcome you, Brenna. Hello, Katie. Thank you so much for having me on here. This is so exciting. I am just so, I'm so excited to be on here and I can't thank you enough for everything that you're doing for everyone by doing these podcasts in general and then inviting people on. I think it's a beautiful thing and very much needed in medicine right now. So. Absolutely. I feel like medicine is going through a makeover, so to speak. We're getting a lot of upgrades. Yes. And the medicine that you bring to the table is unique, but it's not. It's been around for a long time. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm with Reset Medical Solutions. That is my business. And my tagline is tradition meets science. There's definitely a shift in medicine happening. And I'm trying to meet everybody as a collective whole and individually where they are at in their healing journey. So very interesting times. I work with doctors. I work with chiropractors. I work with other intuitive people, Reiki intuitive people. And I just really enjoy the referral process of that because when people come and see me, we're either talking about science or we're talking about energy or we're talking about herbs or we're talking about pharmaceuticals it's just really about meeting people where they're at right now because there's a huge shift happening as i'm sure you are seeing as well pain is very it's a very different topic to talk about right now there's so many branches to go into with it and again i'm just so grateful to have to work with somebody like you and to to be have this opportunity to speak with you absolutely well i think that pain has been mistreated actually i know this for a fact it's been mistreated because it's had a lot of misinformation out there Mm -hmm. because people are not necessarily educated Mm -hmm. about what pain is, why we have it, or how to navigate through it. I mean, when you go into the doctor's office, the number one reason why you go there is for pain, which is, I'm sure, what you see a lot when your clients walk through your door. Yes. Yeah. So pain definitely gets people through the door. Acupuncture, Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine has been around for thousands of years. It was traditionally used as a preventative 
preventative medicine. So you would get in every day or three times a week to prevent injuries, pain, or other internal issues from happening. Same thing with facial rejuvenation. You know, you're you're combating the a or the test of time, so to speak, with stimulating the body to do what it naturally is supposed to do and that's healing pain combating internal disorders and also just the natural process of aging i mean we're really just touching on homeostasis in so many different ways so with pain yeah i mean that's that'll be what people come and see me for and then we just get to guide them through that journey as well as some other internal stuff that happens kind of naturally we ask them about sleep digestion and anything going on with the body in general typically you know all those random little aches and pains or all those random disorders if you go to a skilled acupuncturist they're going to be able to make sense of it and they're going to be able to help you and walk you through the process of ultimately getting rid of it yeah i absolutely love that you're just like i'm here to meet people with where they're at with with their bodies and everything because I've noticed that with my personal experience with western medicine I was diagnosed like I was something out of a textbook right and I wasn't looked at as a whole and it was really cool going into your office and getting treated by you because you're just like when was the last time that you felt a hundred percent in your health care right I had never been asked that question I know (laughs) (laughs) and I typically I will ask that question question and to others to every patient on every visit when you go to schedule with me whether it's a first consultation or a return consultation I'm gonna ask you in your opinion what has happened to your health care yes that is one when was the last time you felt 100% in your health that is the second and third what are your healthcare goals within the next year they're huge broad questions that really paint the picture and let me know of where you're at in your healthcare journey and so that question of yeah when was the last time you felt 100% it is astonishing to hear the answers and also the fact that nobody really asks them that in the healthcare field you know we range i get answers with a range of never which is interesting it's a very interesting question to explore to, you know, last time I had a baby or, you know, when I was a child. And so then we get to really go back to those foundational root times in life when there were issues and and kind of remap the relation to that issue and how and why it's coming up with present symptoms. In Chinese medicine, we believe in treating the root and the branch of an issue. You know, similar to a tree, if you just keep cutting off the branch, you just keep treating the pain, the root actually grows stronger. And so it's really important to treat that root and that branch or that, you know, cause and symptom of dis-ease in the body. There's a lot. There's so much to explore in that initial consultation and I really I set apart 90 minutes because I really value that time by the same token as I spoke to you on your first visit it's like okay I'm gonna listen to you I'm gonna go over the paperwork and then we're gonna get you on the table and we're gonna see what your body says because we take the subject of findings in Chinese medicine the paperwork the you know conversation and and really value that time but there's a lot more objective findings that we can find by getting you on the table, palpating, looking at your tongue, feeling your pulse. This is all going to tell 
me more about internally what's going on and how I can help you create homeostasis within the body. Yeah, I absolutely love that because you definitely touched on the mental and the emotional aspects in the beginning because that was like the biggest thing when I was going through my chronic pain journey is I never felt like I was heard by my doctors. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm not the only one that is experiencing this because... I hear it all the time with my clients and Mm -hmm. you pointed out that there's so much more that goes on with pain than just the physical symptoms. And I love how you're just saying that the physical pain, the ailments are a symptom of an underlying issue that is going on, whether it's from the past or you just had a baby or stress from work, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think that pain is the root issue and it's not. Right. You know, I try to break things down for people in ways that they can understand because so many things tend to be very complex these days and don't really get time with a allopathic provider or a doctor to sit down and be like, why is this happening? And so the way I like to describe it is, you know, breaking it down at a cellular level. So all of these little cells in your body are doing beautiful things. They're just so happy to be alive and breathe and creating energy within the body. But when we have pain, depending on where it's coming from and kind of no matter where it's coming from, it is literally just little cells that are stuck in that area trying to help that specific area area. So whether it's a knot in your shoulder, a knot in your stomach, or, you know, brain fog, or fertility issues, or facial rejuvenation or something, I am just going to help the cells create energy and to flow better. So there's so many ways we can break that down. It is very complex, but also very simple. And that is what I enjoy helping people understand. As I've spoken to you before, my my three E's. Education is the first step. Helping people understand what's happening is huge. It's going to feed the psyche. It's going to feed that mental emotional component of like, why is this happening? Nobody's ever sat down and talked to me about, I just deal with it. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, typically the responses. I just deal with it. I deal with pain. So that's kind of my first E and my first step is letting people know like, this is what I'm doing. It's not voodoo. It's not witchcraft. It's actually science. (laughs) And I'll talk to you about the science all day if you want, or we can talk about the energetic flow if you want it's really that's a really beautiful first step for a lot of people and then through that we go into empowerment or empowering people you are the best advocate for your health care it is huge right like I'm here I've gone to school I've done all these things but I'm merely a catalyst mm-hmm. and I love seeing all my patients I love having them come in but I really want them to take the healing home with them I want them to feel empowered in their choices that they're making I want them to feel empowered when they're seeing me, when they're going to their doctor, when they're going to the massage therapist. I want them to take that education piece and move it into an empowerment so they can go with confidence and be an amazing advocate for their healthcare. And then the last E is when we evolve. We evolve out of whatever it is that's going on and we understand through empowerment and education that we are meant to live in vitality. So much of us survive which is beautiful I do it too you know I I have my moments and nobody's perfect but when we are thriving that is when things really start to shift and that is when medicine as a whole paradigm starts to shift and that's I think where we're moving is 
really understanding that we are meant to thrive and all of those tiny little happy cells are trying to do that and so often it is our mind and our external experience that we have to kind of get out of the way walking people through all of these ease and all of these steps and you know if it's done correctly we'll cycle back through it and it's just part of the journey right it's kind of a a spectrum rather than a step-by-step process because once we get to the evolved part of pain let's say then we can move into the education piece of an autoimmune condition that may be underlying so those are the kind of the three main things though that I like to hit on with whether it's pain or autoimmune or even facial rejuvenation. You speak my language 100%. Uh (laughs) I have adopted those three E's as well. I have my different E's. I have educate, eliminate, empower and then evolve yes and so it's it's just great and i so appreciate that you're just like it's not a linear step it's not a step-by-step protocol because you're going to go to an education piece and then you're going to feel empowered to do something and then you're going to evolve from that place and then you're going to have to go back to educate Mm -hmm. and get back into that empowered state it's not a linear straight line forward when it comes to healing and health and success and i just appreciate you pointing that out because a lot of people who are in pain expect it to just go away overnight with like the snap of the fingers right i also love that you pointed out that you're here to help people take their medicine home yes be able to implement what you teach in your office Mm -hmm. because so many people I know in my experience have gone to a medical professional like ourselves Mm -hmm. and they're just like you need to fix me and they're taking their power away from their Mm -hmm. true healing and connecting with their own bodies so what would you say to somebody if they came into your office and they're like I need you to fix me right now have you had that exact experience like Like I've had that real life, real time. I think it was like my first year out of school where somebody came in and they were like, you need to be invested in this. You need to fix me. You need to blah, blah, blah. You need to like be emotionally invested essentially. And I immediately energetically was like, "Uh, okay, shield up. No. (laughs) And, you know, it was a great time to be able to explain to this particular person and reframe my boundaries, right, in this energy medicine of I can't do that I can't take my patients home with me I'm obsessed with my work I love my practice and it's a practice so it's it's meant to evolve but I would definitely guide people through boundaries if somebody came to me and they said that I would immediately go to boundaries and express the importance of it both energetically and within our body within our physiology I mean you have to if somebody wanted me to be emotionally invested in their healing I would ask them why they're not emotionally invested in their healing you know on their own and why do they feel they need me because ultimately I am merely a catalyst and that is what I did tell that particular person is that I'm just a catalyst like your body is doing the healing I went to school I learned the points I learned the science I learned how to be a Reiki intuitive I learned all the things that I could possibly learn but it's not so that I can heal someone it's so that I can inspire that healing process within because you can come into my office daily and you know get acupuncture daily and if you're not doing something or if your day-to-day life 
is not facilitating that health and happiness that you experience within my office or within the treatment, then you're going to be in my office a lot. And so I, again, love my patients, want to see them all the time. But my big thing, especially right now, their evolving healthcare plans is to say, whatever you're feeling when you're on the table, feel it. I want you to understand that you can take that home with you and you can have that feeling outside of here. So I really try to use the physiology, use that cellular memory so that they can take that home with them. I think that's super powerful for sure. And if you take that wisdom that you share upon them being like, here, I want you to take this home. It is possible for you to take this home. Exactly. Because sometimes a lot of people get in that mentality. It's like, I can only heal if this person is working with me. Right. And our current medical model has, you know, kind of made that that situation happen and for better or worse. Uh, I'm not against what has happened in medicine because I think that it's, you know, it's just evolving. That's all it's doing. Not judging it. It's just evolving. But yeah, we've become more and more dependent on our healthcare providers. And as we should, there's a time and a place where, yeah, you need help. And that's okay. And the evolving out of that is having a treatment where, you know, someone like me or you is saying like, let's figure out what we're tapping into right now and send it home with you. And that's, as you know, guiding them through so many different pieces of their daily health care their daily lives, nutrition, emotions, sleep habits, exercise habits, all of those things are a part of taking the treatment home with you. Yeah. Treatment doesn't stop when you get off the table. No, (laughs) it shouldn't. You know, it definitely, treatment should not stop when you leave the doctor's office. It shouldn't stop when you leave your sessions. It shouldn't stop when you leave my sessions. And to me, you know, going back to that whole root and branch thing, again, I treat the root and the branch when they're on the table, but I've kind of evolved my practice lately into, well, the root of the dis-ease or the dysfunction is really the daily life. What is the root? Where is this happening? Where is that, you know, sleep issue happening? Or where is that pain originating from? What are we doing daily that we can fix? Same thing. I mean, it goes everywhere. Like facial rejuvenate, what's your daily facial practice? What are you eating? What supplements are you taking? I'm a big proponent in food being medicine. I mean, let's get back to that. If we got back to that, a lot of our issues, I think, in medicine and in the world would be solved if people understood that food is medicine. And, you know, supplements are meant to supplement an already healthy lifestyle. Pharmaceuticals are meant to be used for a certain period of time. And then you should be baselining with your doctors really trying to again back to educate Mm -hmm. empower and then evolve out of it. I love how you pointed out that basically the the dysfunction of the dis-ease comes to your daily living what you're doing on a daily basis because pain is a practice cycle it's something that you repeat over and over and over again. If you're afraid to go up the stairs, you're going to avoid them at all costs. Mm-hmm. And then you're training yourself that stairs are bad. So you avoid them. So you go and be sedentary. It's tuning into those different coping behaviors, those habits, and how it's perceiving in the brain and through your emotions. Yeah, That is going to be the key to breaking out of pain. And so I'm so glad that you brought that up that you can change it. It just comes down to your daily living and your habits. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I mean, breaking it down back to like a cellular level, I mean, the body is an organism, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a complex, beautiful, fully functioning, simplistic organism. And at the end of the day, yeah, let's look at pain. So you have right shoulder pain. Okay, why do you have right shoulder pain? Why is your right shoulder the one place in your body where there's pain? Okay, well, you're right-handed. Let's say you play a sport. I play volleyball. Let's say you're constantly hitting the ball and... All the body's doing as an organism is just sending blood to the area because it's like, okay, we're, we're using this a lot. We're using this a lot. We're using this a lot. And so it just keeps sending blood so that there's enough substance and energy in that area to be able to hit the ball or write or drive or whatever it is. And so over time, that blood can stagnate in that area. Along that is, you know, nerves and all of the things that could go along with blood flow. Again, just breaking it down super simple for people to understand and to be educated on. Stagnation in Chinese medicine equals pain. There's also a deficiency aspect of this. So that muscle is overworked. Like it doesn't matter how much blood you're sending there, it's just overworked. So there's a deficiency aspect and there's a stagnation aspect. In Chinese medicine, we diagnose in terms of duality. So it's always polar opposites and we're balancing those polar opposites to create homeostasis so when we do things like cupping for instance acupuncture you know I I always tell people it's it's three things it's blood flow we're increasing blood circulation we're increasing lymphatic stimulation and we are regulating the autonomic nervous system Same thing with cupping, blood flow, lymphatic system. What we're doing is we're causing a mini trauma to that right shoulder to create more blood flow and ultimately reduce inflammation. So when we increase blood circulation, we reduce inflammation. So that's one way of looking at it. I mean, there's so many, there's internal stuff we can do. Same thing with facial rejuvenation. It's increasing blood circulation, lymphatic circulation, and ultimately producing collagen. So I'm sure people listen are going to ask like why is it important to work on blood circulation and lymphatic drainage and all of that what would you tell them blood flow is the foundation of the body and you know we're really again that whole medical shift paradigm shift we we really want to start looking at integrative preventative medicine so we can ignore pain i do it People do it. We ignore pain. But if we get ahead of it 10 years from now, my right shoulder from hitting that volleyball is probably going to do a lot better than if I just continue to ignore it. So one thing I've been expanding upon right now, too, is preventative treatment and care is the future of your body. Getting in when it's, you know, there's that saying or that quote, if I listen to my body when it whispers, I won't have to hear it scream. And that's huge because that pain in your right shoulder I mean god forbid and it typically doesn't but it could start affecting how you breathe accessory nerve cranial nerve 11 and cranial nerve 3 4 5 is what you know the diaphragm uses and it's you know innervated and levator scapula and that's what's going to cause your your uh, triceps to be up in your ears or your shoulders up into your ears so maybe it's just pain right now but like over time, those nerves over firing, all that blood in that area can cause your shoulders to start to come up to your ears. And then you're having issues doing diaphragmatic breathing. You can't get that full breath 
blood flow is the foundation of the body, oxygen is huge, right? Like, that's another thing I tell people when they're on my table. Please just breathe. Yes. <laughs> you, We typically don't get enough water, and we're typically not getting enough oxygen through the day. We're constantly, I know I've listened to a couple of your podcasts, we're constantly being chased by tigers, you know? <laughs> like, you don't get to have those full, deep breaths, and I mean, every cell in your body needs oxygen so while they're laying on the table i I just say like just please breathe that's all i want you to do get your mind out of it get your monkey mind out and just breathe but i would say to that person to kind of answer your question bring it back in preventative treatment whether it's me or you know a massage therapist or a chiropractor you is going to help people age beautifully I love that. When you were just expressing that it's preventative and pain isn't necessarily to keep you stuck in where you're at. I have the whole philosophy that pain is a request for change. Mm -hmm. And just like you were saying, like if you have like a pinch in your shoulder, that's a request to stop doing what you're doing or to make a shift or a pivot somewhere. That way you can avoid diaphragmic breathing issues. Right. Whether it, again, whether it's pain or I also say like sickness or disease or whatever it is, it is, it's, it's an opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. So if we reframe this idea that this is all bad, you know, and it, we should ignore it until it gets worse and all of this, if we reframe this as an opportunity to go in to our body, using it as a tool to evolve and to be thriving I've seen amazing things happen when when that whole perception shifts into yeah pain digestive disorders sleep issues everything is an opportunity rather than a hindrance I love that so much like I just got chills Yay! it's just like resonating with uh-huh. me so much I love that because it is it's an opportunity when mm-hmm. we're faced with crisis or triggers or pain it is an opportunity for us to evolve to grow to learn from that situation exactly I, I just love how you're just like it's about reframing what pain is what healthcare is it is it's all it's really all about perception and it's it's not about judging where we've been or where you're currently at but if you know something needs to shift and something needs to change in your body or in your world in your daily routine that root of of problems then you know, what are you doing and why aren't you addressing it? And a lot of the times that's kind of, that's majority of what my job is, is, is reframing perception of the human body. It is a tool to navigate this life and this experience to thrive. And that's, that's just where I'm trying to, to point people is, is, is thriving. You're, you're meant to thrive. And I mean, it happens all the time. I recently, I, I work like crazy. I love my job. I love, love, love what I do. It's been very, very rewarding. And you know, as a result, I recently worked 21 days in a row, three weeks, work, 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 work. And it's just kind of this constant excitement as well and you know maybe didn't listen to my body quite as well and so it forced me to take one or two days to be in bed I was you know not feeling well and instead of sitting there and saying like uh you know I'm sick it was a great opportunity to say okay I know I need to schedule a day off so it's an opportunity to look in 
And, you know, same thing when you when you have an injury. It's an opportunity to really stop and sit. Dive into parasympathetic nervous system that rests and digests and give sympathetic fight or flight a break. And, yeah. and that is a beautiful thing that the body just naturally does on its own when it needs to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially if you know the signs with it. Right. Because if you don't understand the signs, you go into that rabbit hole of, my body's the enemy. My body sucks. Mm. My body doesn't allow me to do what I want to do. Right. However, it's about reframing it to understand mm-hmm. the signals of your body and how it's actually working for you to protect you. And you keep bringing up of survival and thriving. Mm-hmm. So somebody who has been in survival mode for the majority of their life mm-hmm. sometimes don't necessarily know what it's like to thrive. Right. So what does it mean to thrive when it comes to your body, your healthcare. I mean, taking it back to that question of like, when was the last time you felt 100% in your healthcare? Yeah, a lot of times I get never. And so when, you know, people come into a treatment and they're constantly in sympathetic, they're go, 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 go. And I'm able to, with the help of their body, put them into a place where they can actually fall asleep on the table with needles in. And I always <laughs> like, I'll tell new patients this. I'm like, there's a chance you could fall asleep with needles. In. And they just look at me like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But it happens often where the body is finally like, oh, I can relax. And, you know, when I get acupuncture, I always say it really puts me back in my body. And so then it gives me the opportunity to thrive. Because just that balancing of the autonomic nervous system, that fight or flight, sympathetic and parasympathetic rest and digest, it can change so much. I mean, better sleep is a side effect of acupuncture. Regular digestion is a side effect of acupuncture. And again, we're just utilizing your body's natural ability to heal. And so the body recognizes it and it's like, oh, this feels nice. Mm. And then all of these other things start to naturally happen and naturally get better. And then we move into the thrive portion of it where the treatments are guided in a way that I'm like, you're meant to be healthy. Like this is what you're supposed to feel. And then we move into like getting the whole mental emotional component out of the way of just letting the body do what it's supposed to do, create energy, perform cellular respiration at a cellular level to create energy and create homeostasis. And then we work on the consciousness piece and the mental emotional piece where it's like, this is good. Like this is your thriving is good. You're supposed to feel 100% in your healthcare or in your health. Right. And in your healthcare, your providers should, you know, be guiding you along that path of helping you feel this way. Right. And it's just so amazing to see. Sometimes it's a lot that I do with other providers and, you know, communicating with them and everything. And then other times it's just like saying these words and giving people the permission to feel this vitality and then they go out and they radiate and they sparkle and they do all the things that they're you know that they're doing in their world and people are like what are you doing that's the definition of where I truly believe healthcare is going where people are are really healing within to radiate health and vitality into the world and so it's just you know about getting the pieces in a row to to help that help facilitate that 
yeah and it's people like you and you know doctors now there's a huge shift with medical providers and you know functional medicine and nurses too and I mean all of this chaos you know not there's enough politics and medicine we don't have to go into it but all of this stuff that's happened over the last almost three years now is really a beautiful opportunity to help reframe some things yes things haven't been working for a while in healthcare and so now now it's a beautiful opportunity to go in there and just move some stuff around a little bit and help people again feel empowered to experience vitality in their life that's kind of my mission with guiding people to feeling or to thriving in their healthcare. so it's basically you giving them permission kind of i guess i I mean i guess if you want to word it that way i i don't like the idea of i guess giving people permission so to speak but i i really I like the idea of like a lock and a key. It's like, oh, okay, we have the key now. The key is in you and your healthcare and you advocating for your healthcare and figuring out which path on your healthcare journey is is helping and is going to work and is going to really push you through some challenging times in life. Yeah, I totally get that. And I love that you're like, no, I'm not giving you permission. You have the permission for you. But some people are looking for that. I know. On a subconscious level. Totally. You know, in a way it's like, yes, you ultimately have the power to give yourself that Mm -hmm. permission. But if you need it, here it is. Yes, you are completely correct. And again, meeting people where they're at. Like if somebody's at a position where it's like, I need you to give me permission to heal myself. Okay. Yeah. Let's work on that piece because that's that's in your body, that's in your physiology, that's in your mental realm, that's in your emotional realm, and there's something tied into the spiritual realm there yeah. that, you know, is really cool to also address. So, I I always tell people like we can treat your body we can treat you know mental emotional stuff and all of that but the quicker we can peel back layers and dive into some deeper conscious patterns the quicker people typically heal yes Mm -hmm. yes i love going into the conscious patterns those are that's my jam so because they're (laughs) they're they're autonomic they're automatic and so lately my practice has really evolved into that like what is it what is this automatic response that is facilitating this pain or this digestive issue or this autoimmune condition autoimmune is huge right now and that's why i'm really enjoying working with people who you know doctors don't know what to do with them or they don't they don't know what to do with their diagnosis and then you know they're put in this category of like you have an autoimmune condition you're going to be on this medication for the rest of the life you're going to be suffering for the rest of your life and I was like well wait a minute that's kind of that's not good who told you that and a lot of you know I get a lot of new patients like that they've gone the whole western medicine route and they're on you know 25 50 medications and all these supplements and it's really about breaking that down and asking the questions of like do you want to do this Is this something that speaks to you? Or can you maybe baseline with your doctor and talk about some of these medications and talk about some of these supplements and see what your body is doing with them? There's so many components to healing, but yes, facilitating that root issue of like, what are you doing when you go home? And what is your conscious pattern? What is your automatic pattern to, or your reaction to life? I'm so glad that you touched on autoimmune 
yeah. issues because that is such a huge pain spot for a lot of people mm-hmm. and i know that people who do have autoimmune disorders and diseases and things like that they tie their identity into it totally what if their body was actually healed but the brain is still stuck on that identity pattern have you experienced that yes yeah so guiding people through that is probably one of the most rewarding experiences i've had in my practice just the ability to look to take science look at panels look at images look at you know stool samples look at blood work and the body as an organism to say like we're no longer sick Mm. like to see panels to see blood work to see all of that clear and then still having to guide the patient through I still identify with it. Mm-hmm. I still like, oh my God, I still have Lyme disease. I still have arthritis. I still have this because it's just been told to them, you know, that's what they have. And so, yeah, sure, maybe that's what you have. That's what somebody's told you. But your body, a huge piece I like to tell people too, is your body wants to heal. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's the whole piece of this. And it's like, just get the mind out of the way get that whole you know intellect piece out of the way and understand that your body wants to heal yes our bodies are designed to heal exactly and it's about supporting it so it can heal Mm -hmm. the work that you do definitely supports that because you're meeting the body with where it's at you're meeting that person with where they're at Mm -hmm. i kind of want to dive into because this just really fascinates me with mm-hmm. all the meridians with mm-hmm. Chinese medicine and like what were you calling it like organ oh yeah visceral pain yes yeah let's visceral. dive into that a little bit <laughs> shall we <Okay>. <laughs> so <laughs> visceral pain is organ pain it's kind of what it's classically defined as you know there's muscle pain right tightness all of that and then there's rib side deep liver pain for instance and sometimes that's like a dull ache or sometimes it's just like a weird ping every once in a while same thing you know another common example i think might be like heart or chest pain where is that coming from and so with acupuncture and the acupuncture points and meridians you know there's obviously points there's points all over the body there's like over 360 points or something there's all these different meridians and stuff to access organs or the energy of organs whenever somebody comes to me I'm always talking about how when I say your liver I'm not necessarily talking about your biological liver that's in your body I'm also talking about the energy of the liver with some of these points it's interesting because they've been it's been around for you know hundreds of thousands of years but science is just now starting to understand that oh when we stimulate you know spleen six in the lower leg right above the ankle about three inches above the inner ankle it's going to directly affect your lower abdomen and this is just something that we learned in school and that was you know essentially passed down for centuries and so now science is able to explain what we've just kind of innately known for thousands of years same thing there's a point on your back there's points on either side of the spine and the paraspinal musculature on the back that has different organ association urinary bladder 18 on the back's liver point they're finding that there is actually hepatic or liver vein that is in that area. So what we've known for hundreds of thousands of years is now starting to be able to, or is explained by science. And we're having direct effect 
on I'm gonna say the energy of the organ because I don't really want to say like oh my gosh we're we're affecting you know the biophysiology of your liver even though we are what does it mean to like tap into the energy of the organs so all of the little cells in your organ or in let's use your liver again all of the little cells in your liver are performing cellular respiration right so they take oxygen, they take all the nutrients, and then they create energy to give to the liver, yeah. essentially. When we're tapping into the liver meridian, let's say liver three, in between your first and second toe and your foot, we are using that point to access a fascial system, which I know you're aware of, but the, the system that's going to travel up through your leg and go through your upper leg, into your groin area, and then ultimately into the rib to affect the cellular respiration that's happening in your liver. A lot of the times, you know, like I said, I explained that we're affecting blood flow, we're affecting lymphatic stimulation, and we're regulating your autonomic nervous system. That's typically what I'll tell people. If we dive in a little bit further, this is where I go with someone. We're actually, potentially, because again, this can't really be mapped. This can't really be shown. I truly believe that we're actually affecting cellular respiration. So we're stimulating via the nervous system, blood flow, lymphatic system, and yeah, the nervous system, stimulation of organ energy or cellular respiration at an organ level. When people have deep visceral pain, we, let's say in the liver, we stimulate liver three, to help reduce that pain or you know liver four or liver eight they all have different meanings or all have different functions on the liver and other places in the body it's so interesting when i so i wanted to be a nurse and i wanted to be a physician's assistant and when i finally when i found acupuncture i had no idea what it was growing up and when i finally went to my school for an open house in san diego i went to pacific college of health sciences in san diego a do was speaking at this open house and i went up to her afterwards and i was like hey you know i think i was i was like 23 24 and i said hey i'm thinking about going you know, to be a nurse and to go into medical school and eventually I want to be a physician's assistant. And she said, and I said, or I'm thinking about going here. And she said, go here first. It's harder. And I was like, what? This is, I, I had no idea what acupuncture was or anything, but I was like, wow, that's a DO, you know, speaking at this open house. I'm going to go talk to her and ask her what she thinks. It's a four-year graduate program and, and half of it is science. And then the other half is all this other stuff, you know, like this liver three and liver eight and, you know, this pain and all of this stuff. Our first two years of school, they say, don't try to integrate. Don't integrate Western and Eastern medicine. Learn them separately. And so we do. We take all of the Western classes, pharmacology, physiology, pathophysiology, physics, or biophysics rather, all of these classes. And then we take all of these classes on traditional Chinese medicine. All the points, pathophysiology from an Eastern perspective, yin and yang, what does that mean? We take Tai Chi, we take Qigong, we take like all of these energetic pieces. And then in year three and four, more so three and a half to four, they they tell us okay now start integrating start developing or explaining what i'm explaining to you now what are we doing how can we explain this in a way that's not just like i'm moving chi 
Right. You know, which is beautiful and it's in and of itself. And like, I think more and more people are open to that. But if I want to talk with a doctor, I have to be able to talk about cellular respiration and the fascial system and the nervous system and the lymphatic system and circulatory health and all of these things. What am I doing in their world? to help their patients. I love working with the doctors that I do. I love working with Western physicians because there is a shift happening right now. And so thank you for asking that question because I just think it is really, it's challenging to explain and it's always continuing to evolve with how I'm viewing this and what am I doing and how can I explain it in a way where the doctor can understand and my patient can understand. There's no problems with moving chi and balancing yin and yang. It's about meeting everybody where they're at, I guess. And no, <laughs> like, it totally is. Doctor. And that's what they told us in school. It was like, you know, the doctor doesn't want to know about chi and blood and yin and yang and like liver yin deficiency and night sweats and, you know, like why kidney liver yin deficiency is causing your night sweats with toxic heat at a blood level that's causing flailing limbs. Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of some of the stuff that we'll learn in these East, like traditional Chinese medicine classes that, again, it's passed down for hundreds of thousands of years and it's evolving for hundreds of thousands of years. They want to know about hormone regulation. And so it's the challenges and the beauty of it is and why I'll never be bored in this profession is because I have to figure out how to explain in the most poetic scientific way what I'm doing. I understand that. Uh-huh. I come from the same place right? as well. Because exactly. I had a person the other day, they're just like, oh, so the work you do is like witchcraft and voodoo. Oh, no. And I'm like, um, it's it's really neuroscience based. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you want to go down that route, we can. Right. And I think it's like the certain words that we use, like yes. energy and chi yes. and all of that. It's all the same thing. Just mm-hmm. pick whatever one works best for you that resonates the best with you. Right. I mean, I wear scrubs, but I wear crystals. You know, I wear scrubs and I'll talk science with you. But if you want to have a sound bath, I'll play the, I'll play the crystal bowls for you. You know, there's I love that. there's so much opportunity for integration and it really is a just, you know, everybody talks about meeting people where they're at, but being able to talk to someone who's been intuitive and energetic their whole life or, or somebody who's completely against Western medicine, being able to talk to them and say, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. And then also being able to talk to on the opposite end of the spectrum, someone who has been in Western medicine their entire life and they don't trust what I'm doing right. and I think it's voodoo and witchcraft and all mm-hmm. of that it's big like we have to be able to do both and I know yeah. you can and I know there's so many providers that are coming through right now that are able to and again the beauty of it is you're I work with doctors so they're starting to like oh well, yeah whatever they're doing for these hundreds of thousands of years is working so it is it's super important to be able to talk in in all realms i think absolutely and i just love how you're bringing the best of both worlds so to speak because it's kind of divided it seems like with like eastern medicine and western medicine and you're bringing it in being like they all have their part mm-hmm. they all have their part and it yeah. depends on the the person that you're treating 
on what modality is going to work the best for them. And I just love that even though these techniques have been around for hundreds of years, they're being proven through science. I know. Through it's studies. So and it's, it's so, so cool. cool. <laughs> it's so cool. I know. I love that we could geek out about this. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't know that I'm doing, I, I'm trying to, I'm doing the best that I can. And I think that that's all we can do, yeah. right? I, I really try to hone in on the fact with all new patients and people in general like I am very open to what has been happening but I'm also my mission is giving people an opportunity to know that there's something more integrative around the corner that yeah that is you know tradition meets science it's it's rooted in tradition and now backed by science which is really really cool that's amazing i just wanted to touch a little bit on the emotional piece because the meridians hold emotions don't they yes well what do you want to know i love all (laughs) things emotion because uh, that's like the the bread and butter of like the work that i do is the Mm -hmm. mental and emotional component because that is so overlooked and it's just focused on all of the physical aspects, especially when it comes to pain and ailments. You just treat things in a biological way. You go through different treatments and all of like the diets and exercises and all of like the physical modalities. You do that. However, there's more to it. (laughs) Yeah, we are very beautiful integrated beings. And so, I mean, I guess I just, I start with whatever somebody's coming to me for, whether it is pain or it is autoimmune or it is sleep issues or facial rejuvenation or whatever they're coming to me for, I always ask them about emotional health. The question I always ask is what two emotions do you gravitate towards or do you fluctuate between you know whether that's daily or weekly or you know when you're when you're stressed what do you gravitate towards is it frustration is it sadness is it fear is it joy is it over you know feeling overwhelmed what is it because that is all related to a different organ and a different energetic system meridian within Chinese medicine so it is super important to touch on emotional health and a lot of people you know they'll give me whatever answer comes up and then I get to work with that anxiety depression is obviously huge when they say anxiety or depression I tend to ask them okay well let's dive a little bit more into that is that anxiety fear is that anxiety anger that anxiety sadness like where are you going and I even have like a little emotional wheel that I'll pull out and then when somebody's just stumped you know I'm like here try this or you know some people are apathetic they don't feel emotions they're just like shut off and they're not associated with their emotional health and so then that whether it's that or you know other you know anxieties sadness anxiety fear anxiety anger that tells me where I'm going with treatment in terms of what organ system or what points I may use to to treat that underlying root of the issue because something I've been expanding upon lately now too is emotions are just stuck kinetic energy. Yes, thank you for saying that. Say, yes, I mean, the word motion is in emotion for a reason. They are meant to move. We are meant to experience them. They are meant to cause us to run when we're angry or cause us to punch something when we're angry or cause us to, you know, curl up in a ball when we're sad and to not judge that, but to understand that it's meant to move through us. And so oftentimes when people don't 
let it move through or they don't allow it to have that fluid motion within the body it becomes just stuck kinetic energy and so then you have like upper back pain or you have digestive issues or you can't sleep because there's just this potential energy this stuck kinetic energy cellular respiration not moving and so that's why like exercise is huge right for emotional health breathing is huge stretching yoga whatever it is like move i am someone who and as you are too like go punch something yeah i'm all for it guys <laughs> especially women because i mean we're taught that we're not supposed to be angry mm-hmm. you know what i mean and people in general i think like even men i like you're not supposed to punch things you're not supposed to be angry and i'm not a you know promoting violence or anything but <laughs> in its most natural yet therapeutic ways promoting anger can be so helpful for things like the liver (laughs) diving back into chinese medicine anger frustration is the emotion of the liver and the gallbladder more so the liver but gallbladder has a whole other issue with decision making you know relating it back to your question like if we're angry all the time we typically drink or maybe not but like some people will drink and then you know then there's like okay there's a there's a, an emotional charge behind this and then we're medicating it with something that is directly affecting our physiological liver and so it's all really tied in and it's fascinating in that way same thing with like sadness you know when we're sobbing we typically our lungs are getting involved we're sobbing sadness is the emotion of the of the lungs So there's all of these ways to connect things. And and typically when people come to me with their, you know, laundry list of symptoms that they're having and they're just like, nobody's ever been able to make sense of all of this. Like I have all of this going on with all these different organ systems and I'm worrying, you know, and a skilled acupuncturist and people like you can really hone in on like, well, this all makes sense. Totally. You know, like you're not that complicated, actually. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but you're not that complicated and welcome to your path and healing. Are you ready to get started? So there's a huge emotional component with whatever, whether it is pain or anything, really. I, I'm always, emotions are typically the last question I'll ask on my intake and follow up with people just because that is what I'm going to look for in the treatment. That's what I want to keep in the forefront of it because, again, so much science is coming to back all of this up, right? Like thought becomes emotion and it's, you know, becomes energy, becomes a pattern, becomes all, and then it just keeps repeating itself. It's a cyclical thing. And before you know it, you know, you have low back pain, chronic low back pain and arthritis. It's like, okay, let's break down arthritis. Like, is it arthritis in your low back or have you been scared and having, you know, money issues your whole life? I don't know, but we're going to find out. And depending on the person, I'm either going to talk to them about inflammation and blood flow in their low back or I'm going to say, hey, like, what's going on with fear in your life? Right. It goes back to that practice cycle of your everyday habits. Exactly. Everyday living. Oh, I love all of that coming full circle. And I love that you touched on that different parts of the body, different pain ailments 
are tied to emotional and mental root causes. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, one other thing I like to mention is that in the ancient Chinese medical texts, they actually say that all dis-ease is caused by emotion. So back then, they were able to say like, oh, okay, like there's something going on here. Like there's something that has to do with our vibrancy and our mental emotional health and the way we live our life that is directly related to our physiological body. And now science is starting to catch up. We're able to understand that like, yeah, when we're stressed all the time, our body doesn't really like that. We're sad all the time. There's something really wrong. It's about addressing the branch and the symptom. And it's about addressing maybe some deeper issues that like maybe emotions, maybe that mental emotional realm you can dive into along your healing journey. Yes. Treating the person as a whole. Yes. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. You are a whole organism. Figuring that out, you know, we've had a medical system that is very segregated. You go to, you know, the heart doctor for the heart things and you go to the GI doctor for the, you know, gastrointestinal things. You go to a psychiatrist for the mental things. Right. Everything is so disjointed. And so being able to to use those, the separateness of that when it's needed, but then also be able to rein it back in and go see someone who's looking at you as a whole is huge. And that's where I'm just so grateful for acupuncture and my education in Chinese medicine because it really integrates everything. When I went to school, I'm like, why am I learning all of this? <laughs> like, why do I have three clinical counseling classes? Why am I, you know, t learning about all of the science and all of this Qigong and Tai Chi and all of this stuff? And I remember a few of my teachers just saying, like, you're going to be so like somebody's going to come to you and say, like, your my health care is in your hands and you have to be able to facilitate how you're going to guide them and also utilizing their doctors and sure enough you know it's it's been happening a lot more regularly where somebody's like I don't know who else to talk to please help me oh okay like thank you for my education I'm very very grateful it was it was a beautiful experience and it evolves I'm never going to be bored <laughs> I love that too and that's another thing that I feel like people need to be educated on is that you're never done in the education phase. No. Even as medical professionals as ourselves, we're always learning and evolving mm -hmm. and empowering. Mm -hmm. Again, going back to those three E's, you're jumping back and forth like that spectrum. And also it's a practice, right? Like I think a lot of providers get caught in their routine of how they treat the body and we we forget that we're part of it. You know, like I, I'm really, especially the last couple of years, I've really tried to practice what I preach. So I'm not gonna tell you to try something if I haven't at least tried it or like really really educated myself on it whether that's you know food as medicine exercise some other treatment that that could help in, in somebody's journey I really try to practice what I'm doing and that's I focus on that word practice because it's not meant to be perfect Right. It's meant to evolve. Thank you for touching on that because yeah. a lot of people think that healthcare needs to be perfect. In order for them to make progress, it needs to be perfect. Right. And it's not no. the reality of it. No, we've gotten stuck in our ways in looking at at things and it doesn't feel very expansive when we're stuck you know we feel more stuck and that's oftentimes what a lot of people will come to me just feeling stuck 
feeling toxic, feeling, you know, feeling emotions. Mm-hmm. And so then we get to dive into, yeah, like, well, why are you feeling this way? If you're feeling angry, are you having ribside pain? Whoa. <laughs> Voodoo witchcraft. Um, uh, backed by science, though. So. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's so much fun. The practice of it is so much fun. And I'm sure you can relate. Um, oh definitely it's so fun because i feel like i'm a detective half the time Uh it's like what can we find here and it's like oh there's something so satisfying when you get to that next clue so to speak and it's just like oh this is connected to this and this is connected Mm -hmm. to this and it's a fascinating thing for me which is why i love what i do and Mm -hmm. i could tell that you enjoy what you do too and me just being on your table i could tell you just light up when you do the work Mm -hmm. and you know i'm also somebody who practices what they preach as well And I'm like, people, go see Brenna. Like, she's a different type of holistic healing, different type of medicine. And she's going to treat you as a whole. Oh, well, thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, (laughs) I I think it's huge. I mean, it's like that in every profession. You're going to feel what your doctor has to offer. You're going to feel what your, you know, pain specialist is going to offer. You're going to feel you really know when you've landed in a, in a good spot. And I think the whole detective thing, that's a big part of why I've moved into autoimmune is because I love when new patients come to me and they're like, nobody knows what to do with me Yeah. because it's just, it's, it gives me a challenge that is not always easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so rewarding when I get them to a place of like, Oh, I'm not that complicated. Oh, there's nothing really wrong with me yeah yeah and so so yeah the detective piece is is really cool to to play around with and light up about absolutely Uh you're lighting up right now yes (laughs) so what is your definition of pain freedom for yourself Ooh, i think freedom is expansive and pain freedom that dives into i mean people typically feel or talk about physical pain but there's so much emotional pain and mental pain so i would say you know pain freedom is thriving yes back to thriving (laughs) uh it's just it's being free of those physical mental emotional and even spiritual pains that we go through throughout our external experience and being able to not shut off the pain in each of those respective realms but identify, educate, empower, and evolve out of, or through, and with. I'm more of an integrative person. So if we can integrate pain, hi, I see you pain, mental, emotional, spiritual, whatever, and this is how I'm going to help you move through this, that is freedom. Like, being able to just, like, take the pain and then do something with it. Because it's just energy. Pain is just energy. And then if you just recycle and reuse it and, you know, put it in a place where maybe you need it, like in your right shoulder to throw a right hook when you're you know having Krav Maga classes right then that's great then you have a way to take whatever comes at you and free it i.e freedom oh I love that so much oh again you're reframing pain yes exactly (laughs) right now yes yeah as are you as are we you know we all are in so many different ways yeah I would say going back to my E's educate empower and evolve hey Um, those three E's are strong I know yeah (laughs) I love that so good so good thank you well how can people get a hold of you 
I think the easiest way to get a hold of me is probably my website. So resetmedicalsolutions.com. I do email info at resetmedicalsolutions.com. I typically try to answer within 24 hours if I can. My phone number is 970-889-0521. So that's, you can text, call, leave a message. If you want to schedule something, the easiest way to do that is online. So resetmedicalsolutions.com. Awesome. I have a tab that says our services. I've really tried to create my website to be a resource for people. So I have all of the medical providers and other people in the community that I work with where, you know, when I'm talking to somebody, I can say like, hey, please go check out my website. I don't, you know, if I don't have time or something at the end of an appointment, I would really like for you to go see, you know, such and such. And and then they can just have a direct link to their website. So, and I think that's probably the easiest way to schedule. Awesome. Sounds good. So people just go to your website, need resources. If they want to get in contact with you, it's all there. Perfect. Yeah. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. So you just search Reset Medical Solutions and I should pop up. I have a little logo with a medicine wheel and a healing staff, the Western Medical Healing Staff. It's kind of cool. That's awesome. Well, you have provided us with so much education. I'm sure you've empowered a lot of us. And now we get to evolve with this new information. So thank you so much for being on here. It's been such a pleasure. Oh my God. Thank you, Katie. I'm so grateful for what you do. And I'm so grateful to be a guest on this. This is so much fun. Yes. So fun. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and for expanding your own pain awareness. Every time you listen to this podcast, you are building new neural pathways in the brain to break out of the vicious pain cycle. If this episode served you in any way, I ask that you share it with somebody who you think would benefit so they can start breaking out of their unique pain cycle today. When we are educated and informed about pain, we are equipped and empowered to get out and stay out of pain. If you have any questions or thoughts, I'm here to help. You can direct message me on Instagram at the Katie Sutton. I'd be happy to personally connect with you so you can start unleashing pain freedom today.